I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, welcome to the Sport of Special Father's Day edition. I am ignoring my children, and so are my special guests, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, what's going on? And Josh is here as well. Good afternoon. Hello. We had to do an emergency sportive. Uh, I've been wanting to um, stand up a sportive NBA vertical. I think we could maybe call it the cordive. No? The what? Cordive. Like full cordive, maybe? We'll workshop it. All right. And then if I get a style podcast, it would be the jordive. See? Sure, oh, I this can works. get behind that. All right, the re- <laughs> that's some fun. Um, the reason I wanted to talk hoops was because uh, the AD trade happened this weekend. Um, so first off, I want to get started and ask who won the trade. Now, Joe, as the world's number one LeBron hater, let me guess, you think the Lakers got fleeced and they're screwed. I, I don't think they got fleeced, but I, I definitely think that it is not uh, as one-sided as it appears uh, at first glance, it's going to take a few years to kind of see yeah. who the Pelicans get with the trade uh, and the draft picks. But my guess is the first round picks that they get four or five years down the line are going to be the ones that really will determine if they won the deal or not. Now, Wait. I heard that they control basically the Lakers draft for the next seven years because <laughs> they got this year's. Correct. They're getting next year's, and yes. if not, it rolls over to the following year. So they're still, and then they've got two other picks and two other swaps. It's either Basically six or seven years. The next six or seven years, the Lakers are like, well, you tell us, New Orleans, what's going to happen. So That's when you, risky. When you say one-sided, are you referring to on the Lakers' side getting the best end of this deal? Well, I think for the Lakers, it basically is going to come down to do they win a title in the next three or four years or not. If they're if they're in the NBA Finals the next three or four years, then you can clearly say that no matter who the Pelicans get, it paid off. But f- from the Pelicans' end, you had a guy that was leaving no matter what, and so you had to – everyone in the league knew that, so you basically were kind of hamstrung with the deals that you were able to accept. And the fact that you got a couple young guys who – not the best players in the world. I don't think ball's anything, but the fact that you got the four pick in the draft and then three or four picks over the next five years or so is about as good as you could hope for. For one more year of Davis, no-brainer. No-brainer. I wonder what the other bets were or the other trades that they could have gotten. Well, I think they found the right partner and that the Lakers were, A, desperate, yep. and, B, seemed to have a um, less of a concern about him re-signing long-term. Because uh, he would, he clearly wanted to go to the Lakers. Uh huh. So 
I think the Lakers were in a position uh, to give up more um, in future assets than uh, any other trade partner would have been. Yep. Uh, obviously, Boston waffling on Tatum, and obviously we don't know what, what other offers were on the table. But uh, on the surface, it seems like both teams won this trade, which means we'll probably all all be wrong in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Somehow. Somebody, w- somebody will have decidedly won this in a very short time, I'm sure. Yeah, New Orleans can win it if the number four pick, whoever it ends up being, is an absolute stud. The other ones, and then if uh, if L.A. is awful soon, which I could see that happening, then they're going to have so many really good draft picks coming up with their own pick. Two first-round picks for a number of years in a row is going to be pretty amazing for those guys. On the other hand, you have seen it, which is, I don't want to talk about the Celtics, but an example of like, all the assets in the world, if you don't hit on a couple of those, it kind of can just peter out. And But anyway, they had to do it. One more year of Anthony Davis. Yeah, from a New Orleans standpoint, it was a no-brainer. And, you know, hopefully, you know, they're in a situation where they're not going to be able to attract a lot of high, uh, high-valued high free agents, so they have to build through the draft and through acquiring young pieces. And so, really, at the end of the day, it's kind of what you had to do if you're in their position. Well, another another thing about uh, what they were able to get from the Lakers, um, having Zion in your pocket yeah. changes everything. Yeah, you don't need to bring back a marquee young player. I mean, sure they got Ingram, Ball, Hart. Those are, in my opinion, distressed assets at, at best. And, mm-hmm. and the Lakers have been a shit show for the last two years. So who knows what? You know, they might be better than what we're uh, what we've seen so far. Uh, but. Having Zion um, allows you to do a deal that's very asset-rich uh, in the long term yeah. uh, as well, whereas if they didn't have the number one pick, they might be more focused on getting a marquee player back versus, you know, uh, uh, They potentially have that marquee player already. Right. They're going to be so fun. Do you think they're going to—I heard that they might trade the four pick, which is a little weird to me. Why so you would do that? That I'm, four pick is a very interesting thing because I'm I've been reading all day just the timing of when when they complete this deal determines how much cap space the Lakers already have wow. or will have this summer as well because that changes between twenty three to thirty million dollars and we're talking about the difference of being able to sign another max player um, right and and what they're going to do, be doing to fill out the rest of the roster which right now is not much. The Lakers? The Lakers. Oh, my God. All right, yeah. So let's talk about the Lakers. They now have uh, AD, LeBron, Kuzma, and I think something called Mo Wagner. Correct. (laughs) Is it. That's all they've got, right? I think they had. There's a couple other. A couple G League guys. Yeah, correct. So basically nothing. Now, the move has always been you trade for a third guy, you get a big three, and you just figure out the rest. And that's fine. But I, and maybe it's just more of the fan in me, like I would much rather uh, for them to be more watchable and more interesting would have, would rather, instead of going after Kemba or a third player to fill out with like three or four other, like pretty solid guys and more of the Toronto model. That's just so much more fun to watch. And there's seven guys who are really solid versus the Cleveland LeBron model, or even the heat probably was the best one of like three guys. And then. I don't know. Let's fucking hope Mike right. Miller is hitting shots tonight. Right. You know, then like, we're talking seven or eight minimum contract veterans yeah. to fill out your roster, and so and many. If, and if you're dealing, if you have one injury, 
this thing's going to fall apart and get That's ugly it. quick. Yeah. Kind of what, what happened to Golden State this year. They kind of got rid of a lot of their extra pieces, and then when a couple of their big guys went down, they were in trouble. Oh, my God. Jonas Jerebko, Quinn Cook, Jordan Bell. All these players got run in the finals. Guys, guys they were playing offense defense with Quinn Cook and Andre Iguodala. <laughs> That's so bad. not ideal when you're in the finals. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure their number one move right now is, like, let's go find our third max guy. I just would not want to do that. I don't, I mean, I don't have names of guys who I think are, like, more of the mid-range, non-max players, but, like, J.J. or Brooke Lopez yep. was a good, like, player that wasn't a ma- obviously not even close to a max. Mills, guys that are just, like, solid, really good players. But at the same time, you look at this year with Toronto winning it all, and they have to be one of the first teams in the last 20, 25 years that have won a title without having two or three absolute studs. Yep, for sure. So it's it's a different the way exception. Of, of looking at it. But uh, I totally agree from uh, a watching standpoint. It's it's always was one of my biggest concerns with watching Cleveland is mm-hmm. as fun as LeBron is, it's not, it's not a ton of fun watching him dominate the ball for – 40 minutes a game. Yeah, and he probably tries to spread it around, and then he sees Tristan Thompson try to dribble, and he's like, give it give it back to me. Or J.R. Smith. <laughs> and will, yeah. this, will this be the first time that LeBron might not be the best player in his own team? Incredible, right? Has to be. I mean, I, Eric Eric Snow was sure. pretty killer back in the day. Zydrunas Ilgauskas Did he get a, a Ricky years. Davis year in Cleveland early on? I think he probably did. Yeah. I think he did. He deserved one. Let's hope. We all did. Is there anything behind the idea that LeBron kind of took this year off a little bit, knowing that uh, he didn't have the team to get it done, had been to a dozen straight finals or whatever it's been, and he's just exhausted, and he decided, hey, I'm going to – I'll give it all I got, but once I realize we got nothing going, I'm going to – Shut it down a little bit. We'll get a draft pick. Yeah. I know AD's coming. I mean, I'm pretty Kyrie sure there was a game Jimmy this year that he brought a glass of wine on the bench. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he knew this wasn't the year. And, and it worked fo- out. If you follow him on Instagram, he sure is enjoying being a spectator this offseason. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I think that's probably le- totally legit, and it's right, and it made sense. I think I'm wondering if, uh, and we really are going to have to wait to see who else to get on the team, but... A lot of us, including myself, may owe Rob Palenka in particular a big apology soon. I thought they were the biggest disaster organization. Well, not maybe the Knicks are worse, but like one of the two or three worst run organizations in sports. And this was, they did give up a shitload for him, but they got Anthony Davis. I was going to say, he got Anthony Davis, but just unloading every single asset <laughs> you can possibly yeah, give up doesn't necessarily make one especially if this whole date thing works out and they can't make this trade official or they make it official on the 6th of yep. July and they lose out on potentially 7 million now if, uh, rumors has it pelicans are willing to play ball and not let this happen that'll get kind of weird and the fourth yeah. pick won't play in summer league and huh. it's just going to be kind of awkward right but um he, but yeah, so he, he has I'm not, I'm not letting him off the hook. Yet. Okay, you, he's got. You can you can apologize to him, but I'm. He's got a little meat on the bone. <laughs> he's got a little bit meat on the. But it may happen. I just, I don't know. I they have. He has a lot of work to do. Honestly, like right now, if you were betting, you'd say, what they probably would end up with Kemba, or Jimmy Butler or yeah. something, and then it's going to be Jeff Green. Might see Carmelo coming back. The you know, Dwayne Wade's going to suit up. 
The one guy just, I saw that they could possibly get that I think would be just a perfect fit for them is old Pat Beverly. Uh, he's a perfect guy that can play alongside a couple guys that want to dominate the ball, and his defense has always been top five at the point guard position. So, If they have any way to get Beverly, I did not know he was on the table. That would be uh, such a focus. Yeah, and that's, a, and that's the question that you raised earlier. Do you go after the big-name free agents, or do you break up that money and sign yeah. a Pat Beverly, a J.J. Redick, oh, man. Uh, and round out uh, a good roster versus three good players, and we'll see. I would go that way for sure if it were me, 100%. Because they're going to need to add a big as well. Uh, AD does not like playing the five. He's been on the record as saying that. So yep. you got to believe they're likely the starting 3-4 uh, Kuzma, we found out, is not a center No, uh, last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And if he is, you are giving up quite a few points. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I personally would go the route. You have two of the top five players in the league, arguably. Yep. So filling out a roster around you versus adding another name and a bunch of guys on the minimum, I think, is a much... Uh, a much smarter way to use that cap space and build out your roster. Well, not only that, but I think the thing that's changed to make the big three and then worry about the rest later calculus a little bit different now is uh, load management. Kawhi just perfected it this year. He's playing in 60 games. I can imagine that just becoming more of a trend where every single superstar is like, hey, man, pick out my 65 games. That's all I'm playing this year. I'm not playing any more games because... Not only the Kawhi thing, which is a huge factor, but then seeing KD go down. And I think Clay's seemed to be more of a freak injury than anything. It's probably not an overuse, but you heard Steve Kerr, all these quotes over and over and over. This many games, this many years in a row, guys are worn down, guys are worn out. It's totally fair. And we just talked about LeBron, too. Like, dude sleeps in, like, a hyperbaric chamber every night, and he still was worn down himself. Like, these guys just know that we can't just have these three because these guys are going to be sitting out a ton of games. So you need seven guys now, even to get through the regular season, if you want to have a decent seed. So that, to me, strikes me as another reason not to go after just one more max guy and figure it out. But I don't know. We'll see. It's probably just another recency bias of us of us seeing Toronto win with a deep squad and going, oh, that's it now. That's how it goes. Right. And it probably isn't. But I just do not trust them to figure this out with going eight deep right now. Oh, now we're not ready to trust Rob Polinka no, again? No, I, I went back on it. I don't okay. know who said that earlier. Um, I may have to apologize. I'm just like mentally preparing myself. Yeah, for that, and they uh, got the best player. They got they got AD with LeBron. It's a, and they were desperate to do that. There was a, yeah. a wild success. Lakers fans should be thrilled right now, and and this could go really well. Yeah. in 2024, they might be regretting this. Oh man, I saw someone on Twitter uh, throw out a congratulations to AD and just said. Congratulations to Anthony Davis, who will now uh, be standing in the corner shooting corner threes and be the guy, guy that gets blamed for all the shit when things go wrong. Oh, my God. Who said that? Was that you? That wasn't me, but I, I did see it. I, I can't quote, quote my source. I but. smiled seeing it. I don't know. That's bullshit. Well, I, I don't remember anybody ever blaming Kyrie for the Cavs not winning at all. No, the, the main Bosch guy always gets it. Kevin Love. I'm just a couple, you know. The good news is we'll have plenty of opportunities to see them do that on live tv because uh, i would imagine 75 we'll percent of the lakers <laughs> games yeah. will be on national tv right. this season so i have a question uh do you like the fit of jimmy butler on that team well i think they need a secondary playmaker yep. from the perimeter 
whether that comes from a true point guard or you know more traditional Get wing. Get Stevenson back. Sure. You know, that was a win. Again, if they use their money this season like they did last offseason to fill out the roster, I, <laughs> you can save that apology. Magic uh, Johnson. <laughs> Wow, but no, they need a, they need a playmaker. Jimmy Butler's proven he can he can do that. He would be a a fine fit. But the blueprint for LeBron has seemingly always been surround him with a bunch of shooters. Yeah, throw AD in the corner, like he said, and put him in the corner. That's why Kemba's a better fit offensively because he can shoot like he's he's a lot like Kyrie actually. Who like hey, if you need me to handle the ball, I will. I can create my own shot, but I'm also a really good spot up shooter too. Um, so that would I've make heard sense. That he's a little bit of a defensive liability, though. So uh, how Kemba? Would that play in Kemba, I know that's a thing. Like Jimmy would be the opposite. Maybe your offense isn't going to hum quite as smooth. Um, but when it gets to the I wouldn't worry about it. You're grinding out possessions. Jimmy was really good in the playoffs. As much as I dislike it, he was really good for the for the Sixers. And it seems so. like the Sixers are probably leaning on keeping Jimmy over Tobias Harris. So yep. they I, they saw everything we saw in the. Yep. Playoffs and they they need that that guy to create, especially when. Uh, how did this get to a Sixers? No, that's discussion? fine. Let's, let's but, lean into it. Let's lean into it. Hey, but I mean, you see, Ben Simmons is obviously has some shortcomings in yep. his game and ability to create late in games. And Jimmy yep. Butler took he was a lot so of that pressure good. off. Uh, he he's really good with Simmons, um, which I mean, was surprising. I didn't think he would be, but their on and off court numbers were really impressive. The but, fact that the fact that Philly was a possession away from beating toronto yeah who knows what happens in the milwaukee series and we could be sitting here now talking about philly as champs if you played that same exact playoff series uh 20 times um i think golden state would probably win 10 of them maybe 12 of them uh but there's a handful that toronto wins there's a handful that houston wins there's a handful that milwaukee wins and a handful that philly wins those are the five teams that were like somewhat competitive Portland got further, but right. not even close. Like I, you, you roll that dice twenty times. I don't think Portland ever ends up winning it. Which so is kind of cool. When when we came into the playoffs, I think we all were more excited about the East playoffs than the West, especially the semifinals. And to see it kind of play out how we envisioned it happening, and then for Golden State to go down made it even uh, even more special at the end. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so back to the Lakers. We'll move on to the. I want to talk about the Pelicans soon. Um, most likely scenario, it sounds like the tea leaves are telling us Kemba, and then a bunch of shit after that. I've heard that, but I also heard fourth, today yeah. that Kemba, because he made the All NBA team, is is in line for a supermax. Five years, two twenty one. He's he's pretty tight with MJ and. He might not be leaving there. So he gets five years, two twenty-one, or four years, and then sixty. So, all right, so he's gonna—that's not I exactly think. sixty million on the table because you have that fifth year. But it's—he's giving up something like somewhere between thirty and fifty million dollars, right? I think so. And we never blink when guys do that. We never once go, "Oh, that's insane." We go, "Oh yeah, sure." Well, yeah, and then Anthony thirty Davis fucking million has dollars, a four million dollar trade bonus or something like that. If he gets traded, he gets paid four million dollars and. I was reading he has the option to decline that if he wants to help the Lakers out. It's like, who's turning down $4 million There's no just to help out the Lakers? What a guy. What an absolute mensch. And again, I've brought this up three times. This is contingent on the Lakers being able to offer somebody a max salary. Yeah. So if this some deal weirdo. happens on the 6th, they do not have, on July 6th, if this deal goes through, they do not have a max slot available. 
Huh. They, so have they have about $23 million. And the Pelicans have incentive to do it on the 6 too, right? Because it saves them money. I'm not sure I uh, I on the that. Pelicans' uh, side right. uh, what that does for them. But Pelicans need thing, this to go through. Having to do, have <laughs> They're like, oh, boy, this can't go sideways now and get AD back. And he's like, no, I'm hurt. Why wouldn't the Pelicans do it? I mean, other than, I mean, you know. Wanting to get the fourth pick in your building in your summer league. So yeah, that's really why the only wouldn't you incentive. want to do that? And having your full capacity and team uh, available. And yeah. it, but again, this goes back to are they shopping the fourth pick? Right, true. So that that's dependent. And, and if they do somehow trade it between now and Thursday, that changes every team, everything, because Team X is in no way motivated to not have that. Uh, player sign with them and right. have that deal go through on the six. Correct. A little less likely to be able to trade that pick right. if you have to say, hey, well, you right. can take them, but you can't actually have them for a month. Right. They have to sign with the Lakers, and then there's a moratorium that 30 days they can't be traded. Yeah. Uh, so I think the earliest that deal could then go through is, I think, July 20th. Okay. Um, so, yeah, a whole lot of complications. but Totally. And the other thing that's uh, interesting to me, and this is basically just getting into more of like overthinking gossip, uh, is... Is that what we do here? Yeah. That's okay. that's the... Yeah. Maybe that could be our vertical. Sure. Overthinking gossip. That or the quarter. Of, full quarter. Of. We'll see. We'll see. One of those two. Um, that AD is not signing an extension, so he's going to play the year out and then sign next year because he can get more money that way or whatever. So, I mean, there's what, like uh, point. 5% chance that after the end of the year he's just like, nope, forget it. This was the worst thing ever. And then you might as well just close up shop with the Lakers. That'd be the that'd be it for them. Yeah, so Way more likely that he would get injured than say, ha, I don't like it very much here in L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's this what he's has to go. To do. This has to go well. Uh, but Rich Paul was like, no, he's not signing. Rich Paul has become like this generation Scott Boris of like, we just are so mad at him. But he does so right by his clients. Every single one of them, I'm sure, is ab- is absolutely in love with him. And the dude comes out and he's like, he's not going to Boston. He's going to the Lakers. And it fucking happened. And I got another guy that I probably owe an apology to because I was like, nah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That I don't one, know if that's how it works out. That and one I'll did. agree with. I owe, I owe Rich Paul an apology. Yeah. I, I, uh, what a badass. I, I tweeted an expletive <laughs> at him when this Sports Illustrated story came out. Yeah. It, it seemed like he... Uh, he made the trade demand public because he felt wronged by Dell Demps going to AD directly as opposed to talking to him. It just yeah. felt like he he was being ignored like a child. He threw a ten- temper tantrum. So I he 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 won. Yeah. Good for good for him. I apologize, Rich Paul. <laughs> I'm sure, one, I'm sure that's apolog- zero. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the one you were waiting day, for. Do you think do you think the trade demand had any like outcome on what happened or? I don't know. It's a good thought. I, I don't think so. Because really, at the end, it just kind of screwed over the Pelicans and kind of made Davis look bad in the process. And yeah. It, it, he went to the same place he was going to go. They, maybe they hoped he would have got there last year so they could make the playoffs. But I don't know, man. I, you know how I feel say. about this. Like, I feel like Anthony Davis is a fucking hero who should have a statue built for him outside somewhere in New Orleans for demanding a trade. He could have just left. He didn't have to do this. You know how well New Orleans is set up now for Anthony Davis being a good person who's like, hey, man, I'm going to be real with you. Think about what OKC got for Durant. They didn't get shit for Durant. Again, Luckily, they retooled in a really good way, but he could have just left. He didn't have to do any of this. He could have said, like, hey, man, 
Just like, remember what Kawhi did? He's like, my leg hurts. I'm not playing anymore. And they're like, no, you're cleared to play. You can please come play. And he's like, no, I'm not playing next year or this year. AD could have done that same exact shit and not said anything to anybody. All he said was, I'm not signing here. Please trade me. So you think it's a little bit of the Thibodeau thing where Butler says, hey, uh, just so you know, I don't want to be here. Dude, I'm not going to be here. I'm trying to be nice to you. I don't know if they ignored it or what, but, like, they, they don't have to do that. Yep. And you make him sound like, and you can easily make him sound like, oh, this guy's kind of a malcontent. You should just play his contract out. But I think in their minds, it's like, yeah, I could just play this contract out and leave. You would hate me even more if I did that, I would think. And maybe not feelings-wise, but team-wise, setup-wise, whatever. I feel like they were doing him a solid. And well, if they really wanted to be assholes. Well, he money in that scenario, though, right? Where if he plays out and then goes and signs with another team. So it's not. Maybe. You're yeah. not doing as big of a solid as it, you're making it out to be. Maybe not. But KD did not help out OKC. Maybe people are people were mad at him no matter what. LeBron did that with Miami. There's a bunch of other people who you can make that choice, and that's fine. And if you don't know, because I think KD probably legitimately sounds like, sure. like didn't even know. Yeah. Um, and LeBron, they say kind of famously also, didn't really know at the time either. So I'm not like saying those guys are assholes, but I, I know that I've read, like, I don't remember who it was. Kareem or Wilt or Barkley or some of these old guys did the same shit 25 years ago. They're like, I, I'm not going to sign here. You should trade me or you should do something. I am not signing here long term. And for some reason, we just think these newer guys are more spoiled or more whatever. I just think this shit's been happening since day one of free agency and it will happen again. And I think New Orleans should be like, AD, you're the best, dude. I love you. Thank you so much. For getting us all these other picks. I don't know. Maybe. So you're hoping Towns does the same thing in three years is what you're saying. Be nice. Just give us a heads up. Speak early. Yeah. I mean, Butler, another great example, right? We got some some good picks for – or some good players for Butler. Covington, Sarich, whatever else we got. That's good. I'm glad they do that shit. I wish there was a better way to do it. I don't know how to – not sound like an asshole. I'm sure fans are always going to be sensitive to it. Of like, who do you think you are? You're too good for Minnesota, yeah. Jimmy Butler. This it's Davis a great thing, town. This Davis thing got weird, though. It did get the, weird, the, but that's, that's all folks T-shirt and the the public demand. Like he's like, no, my guy just said it more, out for me. Yeah, it's like, this, what, are you evil or are you stupid? Because you're one or the other. Right? There's no way. Right? You have to select one here. <laughs> you didn't throw that on and not see what was written on it. Yeah, that it, maybe you're just like the dumbest person on the planet. It's this, possible. This turned more adversarial. It seemed like, and it doesn't. That's a good point. I don't know why though. Right. And it's. I think that was more Rich Paul. To, yeah. To your point, just kind it, of it an asshole. Easy, it's easy to paint him as the villain, and I've I've done it. Yeah. I. It's easy to do. Uh, the agent is always comes out as being the asshole and yeah. the way it works. And this one, because he has such a public profile. So he he is an ego guy, obviously. Yeah. We know his name. Scott Boris, we know his name. We, these are not guys who hang out in the background. and right. So, yeah, for sure. So maybe that's it. Maybe the difference here was an asshole agent. Or perceived to be an asshole agent. Because, be. because the agent was out making yeah. public statements, whereas that doesn't always happen usually it's just Woj saying i know this to be true right versus are telling me. versus rich paul is right here telling us right yeah so and he's fined because of it like so he's doing interviews telling us that ad wants out of new orleans and that's that's probably unique uh yeah in this whole thing i also think there's uh 
we have to reconsider for some reason, and maybe this wasn't like a totally um, intellectually honest argument, but like, hey man, doesn't it seem like superstars don't want to play with LeBron? Isn't that possible? I, I mean, huh? that was like a thing that people thought. Oh yeah, oh, okay. right. Okay. Well, they it, it, because they were also not on. They didn't get anybody last year. And they weren't. Paul George didn't choose him. They're like, oh, Paul George must not want to play with LeBron. He could have. I mean, he could have made tons of money playing with LeBron. Kyrie obviously asked out of playing with LeBron. Um, may have what been about another Kyrie asking back in? I've heard that's yeah. a possibility. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think also the terms have changed a little bit because Kyrie's thing was he didn't want his future and his career to be dictated by another player. Yeah. Uh, so everything that the Cavs are going to be doing. We're going to be catered to, to LeBron, whereas I don't think that that's the way it is anymore yeah. with LeBron. If Kyrie goes to the Lakers, yeah, it's uh, they're not peers by any means on equal footing, but it's different. Yeah, LeBron's signed under you know for three more years, including the season, and yep. uh, so I think there's a, a, a difference in terms of the. He the, was getting out in front of it a little bit. He knew yeah. LeBron oh, yeah. wasn't lasting in Cleveland, so he said, "Well, before I before LeBron leaves me here." I'm going to make the choice to go yeah. somewhere, and and then he can do what's best for right. him. I hope Kyrie is self-aware uh, enough to be like, yeah, I shouldn't be the guy. I shouldn't be the – that no, didn't no, work no. out well Keep for me. Keep being the guy. Keep being the guy, please. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be at like least – I was number two, and I was four great. Four or five guys on each team that are thinking at all times, I so should we, be the guy. I should be the guy. Should we get into the Pelicans here or what? Yeah, sure. I don't think we've covered the Pelicans at all. No, we haven't gotten into them. Um I love this trade for the Pelicans, for sure. Uh, they had to do it. Um, again, we have no idea what the other offers were on the table. Uh, it's obviously for sure possible that, I don't know, Tatum was available, maybe. But I think Lonzo's got a pretty bright future. No, you it, don't. I do. You're lying. You're lying. Hey, man. You do not. I'll, 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 the world, I'll buy property on that island. World's I'm, number I'm one Ricky Rubio fan. You don't think I like Lonzo Ball? Dude. Uh, who, who's Lonzo turning into? Best case scenario. A perfect fit with Zion. Ricky Rubio with a uh, 35% three-point shooter. Oh, That's boy. a good player. Oh, boy. That's a borderline all-star, Rubio baby. Rubio at least has the reputation of being a good defender. Lonzo does, Lonzo too. Is, Lonzo is really a very good, good defender. defender. Get the hell yeah, out of here. I was just thinking oh, about boy. that on my way here, about what an interesting... Uh, backcourt they're going to have with Drew Holiday yeah. and Lonzo Ball, uh, Ingram uh, and Josh Hart. I, I'm fairly indifferent. I don't. He I don't had think like much an of him eight as a pro- per last year. Yeah, he didn't get um, any better. He got worse. But I, I think they have they're versatile. Um, with you throw Zion and Brandon Ingram in there, and I'm not the biggest Brandon Ingram fan either. But right. uh, again, what situation has he been in? It's uh, you know, it, it's still been an interesting. Still yeah, pretty exactly. Six ten shooter. He's, he's shown flashes. Yeah, and he can create a little bit too. And yep. he's a good passer. And I'm uh, I, I like the makings of their lineup with uh, Lonzo, Drew, Ingram, Zion, yep. and then now they have a little bit of money uh, to spend in free agency. They still have, I think, the Etwan Moore and Solomon Hill are both expiring now. Is yep. Randall? Other than is that, Randall. Still under I think Randall has Randall's a uh, player option, uh, I believe, which I'm guessing he will decline if he hasn't already to, to seek a bigger deal that's a team that uh they got holiday lonzo ingram and zion all four are great ball handlers they need to target every single three and d guy around right. the league and be like come here you're gonna shoot an insane amount of threes 
And they already it, play at one of the fastest paces in the league. Yeah, yeah you got Gentry uh, that runs a an up and down system, and that'll be fun with Lonzo and Zion. Yeah, I mean, just he he gets rid of the ball quickly. And get yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I mean they'll lose a lot of games, but uh, they'll be a they'll be definitely a uh, an interesting watch. I'm I'm really curious how they're going to fill out the rest of their roster. Right, because uh, I was uh, thinking about this also. You there's so much value being placed on in the NFL with rookie quarterbacks mm-hmm. that you have a window that you're not spending you know twenty five plus million dollars on your quarterback. Does that apply now? You have Zion coming. Yeah. You are going to have cap space, maybe not this year, but next year yep. uh, when some of those expiring deals Strike. get off the books. You have Drew Holiday, who's a very good player. Uh, and then you have some other pieces around. Uh, who knows what you have in them. Maybe maybe take this year and see what you've got. But then maybe next year they're looking to strike um, either by trade or uh, free agency to put some players around while you have Zion yeah. on a rookie deal. Well, I never thought about trading the four pick until I heard it. And now it's like they probably are like Zion's going to be he won't be the, you know, incredible right away, but he's going to be valuable right away, right. right? He's just so athletic, he'll be able to help in some ways. And Lonzo and Ingram have been around for a few years, Holiday is in his prime. Uh, maybe we do just trade number 4 for an established dude and go for it quickly. He's so fun. I have no idea who and they could they get for the four pick. Midway through the season, flip a couple of those first. Yeah, runners. they got so many of them. I just don't see any free agents, high high valued free agents, saying, "Hey, I'm going to go sign a big max deal there." That's I think why they got to much more pick. likely, much more likely that they can use their assets in a trade to get uh, Kyrie or uh, you know s- someone to come in and, and play with Zion. Give- they got to figure out. A couple years ago. Um, back to the Sixers. It's been too long since we Jeez. talked about those guys. Uh, JJ signed with them uh, in a year where Philly wasn't very good. And a lot of people are like, the dude's just chasing money. And JJ kept making the point of like, no, these guys are going to be really good this year. And they won 50 games. Could have came find, to the Wolves that year. Could have came to the Wolves. You could have had a bunch of different options too. And I remember I obviously was a huge believer. I was like, JJ, that's a, that's a great, uh, great move. Uh, so it worked out in that way. They need to have a free agent or two kind of do the same thing with New Orleans this year to be like, no, I think these guys might actually make some noise. Again, Maybe I have no JJ idea if they Redick. will or not. Maybe a J.J. Redick, for example. Tobias Harris would look really good on that squad. He can shoot. They don't need ball handlers. Tobias doesn't want to handle the ball that He'd much anyway. Nice in a Wolves uni. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think they're going to be really exciting. All right, we well, can... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plant my flag and say that Lonzo Ball will never be better than a replacement player. Okay. Are you, you so I'm, I'm planting my flag here. Uh, I'll say I'll go 17. 17 because as a shooter, he'll, his per will be a little bit higher. But I'll say 17 He's not is a shooter. Threshold. Never well, shot a... 30s. He's mid to upper 30s. That's what you just said, 35% shooter. I'm saying that's his ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to God he somehow shoots 35%. Yeah, if, 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 right, if Lonzo was a shooter, we'll, we'll split we might the be. difference. <laughs> yeah. 16. Okay. About 16 magic per. 2.0 here. Yeah. All right. So you're planting your flag. Lonzo Ball will never be. Okay. So I, I don't your, even know if he's going to be a starter for him. Your take is that he'll never get 16. Mine is that New Orleans needs to build a statue for AD. Those are our takes so far. Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah. Uh, they'll be good, though. Yeah. I'll. All right, get another beer. Um, yeah, so let me see what else I got. Um, if they keep the four pick, do you know anything about college 
I've been following the draft, just obviously curiosity for the Wolves, and and but I don't I don't generally watch much college until the tournament. Uh, but I've been watching, um, and it's just a matter right now of what they need. There's rumors about them trying to move up to go get R.J. Barrett uh, to play uh, uh, with uh, with Zion. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be that'd be fun. Uh, Maybe not smart, but it would be fun. Continue to the traditions of them playing with non-shooters. Sure, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but. Yeah, I think if they're looking at uh, four, they might move back. They might have a, a, a player there because there isn't really yeah. uh, a fit there that that uh, really jumps out at you, unless they want to go, um, unless they want to go defense or uh, like a maybe a um, Brandon Clark or uh, the the kid from from France who uh, I personally want the Wolves to take. Yes, uh, but no, Starts. nothing nothing really jumps out. Uh, I know Darius Garland was penciled in there for the Lakers, but he's a point guard, it's, right? It's pretty clear that that uh, their uh, their backcourt with Lonzo and and maybe they don't see Lonzo as part of the future in New Orleans. It's hard to I'll hard take to him. know. I'll take him. Hard to know what the Pelicans want or see in terms of the Lakers players they got back because the yeah. picks were certainly the more valuable part to that equation yeah. than the players themselves. Right now, you assume their starting lineup is because Drew plays off the ball a fair amount. Lonzo at the one, Drew essentially at the two, Ingram at the three, Zion at the four, and then player to be named later Randall, at the five. And then you've Julius. got you got Randall on the bench, um, Josh Hart on the bench, four pick on the bench. How about the four pick for DeAndre Ayton? Was he that good this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's I really good. The so they don't want to do that? I don't think the Suns are giving him four up. Pick not, for, not really a four pick in this draft, I don't I'm think. I'm trying to think of another. Mo Bamba was not good enough to. No, that that would be he he sucked, definitely right? more from Orlando to get that. There's there's rumblings. Bamba that, and uh, Jonathan Isaac for the four pick. There's rumblings the Wolves are interested in moving up into that four or five range to get one of those point guards. All right. Yeah, All right. So Eleven and Gorgie. Tolliver and Gorgie. Tolliver and Gorgie. Not even the eleven. I mean, I mean, who says no in that who scenario? Who says no? I, I doesn't make any sense to me. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Well, there's uh, the Virginia kid. I think his name's Hunter. Very um, good player, Andre Hunter. Really good player, and he's a really good shooter. And he seems like one of those um, will be ready to be a contributor really quickly. Not yeah. so much on potential. If they keep their four pick, that to me, you know, I'm a draft Nick, obviously. Um, that seems to be a really good fit for those guys. Yeah, and, and you notice he'd be on the bench, but you notice how you asked me a draft question, and the only names I gave you were names rumored for the Wolves. For the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. So I have no idea. I'm not a draft guy. Right. Yeah. Can Who anyone uh, pronounce the name of the guy from overseas that they're? Uh, sem, sem, nope. All I know is it starts with an S. It's not. It's not Demoy- a Lapido. I know that. Demoica. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was on uh, Oladipo so early, I didn't even know how to say his name, and I called him Olapido one time. One of the funnier things I've ever heard when listening <laughs> to the sport of. I've had so many worse things. Uh, yeah, so that's the Pelicans. Any so, yeah, last I, thoughts I, on New Orleans? No, I just think it's going to be really interesting to see how they fill out their roster this year and whether that's moves made for uh, long term or whether it's clear yeah. that they're signing one-year deals and kind of keeping that powder dry, as I could say. Uh, to to keep the flexibility, yeah, because it seems like they have smart people calling the shots now. For once, yeah. it's just yep. a shame that they got there after Anthony Davis 
his time was up in uh, the Pelicans, and they wasted roughly seven years of, oh, of his I know. NBA career. Such a bummer. As as Wolves fans, that's near and dear to our hearts. Oh yeah, we wasting heard of that. a a uh, generational talent's career. Yeah, so true. Um, I have league pass NBA. I'm not giving that up. It's going to just get way, way more fun next year to watch some of these teams. So that'll be for sure. Got to be the number one most interesting team to watch next year, I would think, is New Orleans, just because of Zion. Well, he's unbelievable. He's just a highlight reel every time he plays. And if if they're able to either trade or snag someone at four that compliment him, uh, you know, obviously with Drew and... You guys love your Lonzo, but uh, they are going to be a lot of fun to watch, and they should put up a lot of points and give up a lot of points. Number four pick for Jalen Brown. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No? I mean, I, I don't hate it. They don't need him, I guess. I'm trying to think of a center that they might need. I think need, Boston's but. probably a little bit tired of drafting young guys and hoping that they can kind of gel yeah, together. It's, it's incredible how quickly this thing turns. Yeah. Uh, Boston. Oh. I mean, I hate Boston, so there, nothing has made me happier. There but. was They were involved. They've been rumored involved in every single trade for the last four years. Yep. And have come away. And, and look, they got Kyrie. They did a great job. They've been to the conference finals. They were a game seven away from going to the finals yeah. against LeBron. Yep. Uh, so they, it, it's hard to say that they're going to have regrets, and obviously you can't predict the Gordon Hayward injury. But, yeah. But, God, man, that window is uh, – it looked like that was open for an eternity for Boston, and, and then they today did have, it, it, uh, it feels pretty bleak. Yeah, they had a ton of assets to be able to give up for AD. I, I feel like somewhere behind the scenes, it was AD was saying, "No, I'm not." It's got to be it. Keep me away from Boston. What was his dad that said it was racist city? You didn't want to be a part of or something? Sorry, Boston. (laughs) You own that. You own that. Are there are there non racist cities (laughs) that I've not heard of? I've not heard of one. I don't know. Just a few more up front about (laughs) it. Toronto. Might be it. Not in the U.S. Sure. Yeah. Boston's just a little more open about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like, you know, there was uh, um, talk for a long time. The Cleveland Browns had a bunch of, like, analytic guys or whatever, uh, and all they kept doing was, like, accumulating draft picks or whatever. And they're like, all right, it's fine. That's, I'm glad you guys have this, but you have to get good at some point. And then that new guy came in, and immediately was like, no, we're taking Baker Mayfield. We're not going to trade down. He's going to be good. We're trading for Odell. We're trading for this guy, that guy, whatever. And, like, we're just going to fucking go for it. Um, Boston feels like they need someone to walk in and be like, what are you guys doing? Try to win. 
because they're not really, I don't know, just sitting on a bunch of. Yeah, they're waiting for they're waiting assets. for something good to happen instead of making something. Well, good and happen. Tatum, Tatum taking a step back this year, really, or yeah. not not improving as though everybody just assumed that Tatum was going to be. Yep, that's what you, you assume. Know, exponentially better in year two than what he proved in the playoffs two seasons ago. But Brown him taking a step back, Jalen Brown flatlining a little bit, yeah. um, really, uh, you know, hurt the outlook of that Celtics team. And now they got a decision on Terry Rozier. Yep. Um, they got Marcus Smart locked in. Uh, Al Horford has, I think, a player option this season. Oh, and we he could, love him on the Wolves. He could oh, decline that God. and extend for more years or play it out and test the market next year. It, it, it's just not uh, not clear uh, what the Celtics' path is uh, anymore. No. I think I, the only asset they have left is a Memphis pick. Yeah. Yep. Is that next year? Uh, I think so. That's it, though. Because the Kings pick ended up being right. I jack think it was shit. top eight protected or something like that this yeah. year, and now it's unprotected. Or I, I don't know what it is. Right, I'm sure it's just, got something on the it. treasure chest is slowly dwindling for those guys. Couldn't happen to a better city. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, the other team I wanted to ask about um, is what do you think the Warriors are going to do? Oh, this is going to be a Cavs insane. question. That you wanted? I thought you wanted some Colin Sexton talking <laughs> yeah. points here. No, no. I'm just gonna. Just continue to forget that the Cavaliers exist for the next 10 years or so. Or maybe forever. The they Warriors. might not ever exist again. The Warriors, man. It's just sad. This is. I mean, I'm really happy they didn't win at all, but that is insane that that happened. There had Here's to be. the thing. The reason that I always. I liked the Warriors forever. Uh, I started hating the Warriors when Joe Lacob, the owner, started bragging and he said, used the term light years ahead of every other organization with how smart they were and whatever. And I just remember at the time being like, motherfucker, you got Steph Curry on like $12 million a year because his ankles were broken for like three straight years. That's not a light years ahead thing. That's luck. And the year Kevin Durant came aboard, he could have chosen any team in the league because of that spike thing. That's also kind of lucky. And so I just have hated them ever since because I don't like hubris and ego and all that shit. I just like they need a little bit of comeuppance to be like, it's not that easy, man. No, it's not that easy for you to walk around. It's always easy to hate the team that's at the top. There's also that, too. But for me, it was always more about, like, the Silicon Valley bullshit guys. They're like, we just went and hacked the NBA, and now we got it figured out, and we're going to be great forever. So that part of me was like, I'm... You know, the the Cavs beating them that one year was maybe like the highlight of my basketball. A million different existence. things needed to happen perfectly right for and them it, to it have this team the way it did, and it yeah. all worked out. They didn't. Yep. Yeah, they didn't unlock a cheat code. They got, they no. stole a Steph Curry contract, like you said, and yep. drafted Cl- Steph fell to them. Thanks, yep. Wolves. Uh, Curry yeah. was, or uh, Thompson was drafted where he should have been. Yep. And they got Draymond, yeah. which was an amazing pick. And they did good stuff for and sure. Iguodalo's I'm not saying they're not like. Whatever, I just felt like they were too egotistical about, like, their success. So I always wanted them to fall. But now that this has all happened. But not like this. Ugh, man, what a, in, a, in the worst possible way of, like, I wanted their moves to not make sense. Not just two guys to have their bodies fall yeah. apart in front of us. Was there any part of you guys that when you were watching uh, – Game five in Toronto when KD came out and he's shooting well and he's doing great. Oh, you were on your Somewhere couch the, cheering, no, no, screaming. No, no. Somewhere so in the back of your mind, you know that there are thousands of people going. He, oh, he was fine all along. He's just he yep. was slow playing it, waiting for him to go down three one. Oh, tons of people were saying that. 
Oh, and for for him to then go and blow out his Achilles is just you realize how gutty he actually was to actually try and get out there and play incredible and try and help his team out and now because of that he might never be the same but he for sure is not going to be playing for most of next year if at all no i mean i think he'll age well he's tall and he's yeah. an amazing shooter he's not like i mean kobe was 37 when it happened and he was just that was it that was like right. i mean if you liked kobe it was probably the most tragic thing in the world to see that and go oh that's it that's that's We'll never see him again. He still had no problem getting his thirty shots up. No, though. he was fine. Yeah, he got he got his money's worth. So, I mean, this brings us back to the trade, though. I mean, has the league in general ever been more wide open in recent memory? I was going to ask that question too. Um, it's hard for us to talk about this on June sixteenth or whatever it is because we don't know where all these guys are going to end up being. But like, man, there's a dozen teams right now that have a pretty decent uh, path to doing to making some noise. Yeah, the Lakers. I mean should feel great today but we they have literally nothing else that yeah. should be playing on an nba court right now no right there are, they're close so to many teams. two to one favorites in vegas already though I'm so sure i mean they they're, they're pretty confident that, i mean they're, uh, i'm they're not touching that you're not touching that are God, you no. oh no. fuck you'll, that you'll that be is... able to get that 11 months from now when they're in the finals i am not touching that one ever there's no way that's just a public a bunch of rubes betting on the lakers mystique and if, even if after all the dust settles and we can look at a roster and say, yep. that's the roster, that's the team, Lakers get Kyrie or Kemba, let's say it all works out and that, yep. that happens. You can look at the Lakers and say, they have the guys that are going to get there. Their roster looks the best. Or Kawhi resigns in Toronto and they make some, some improvements. Even then, you, you, I don't know that you can safely pencil them in. Right. Um, but even then, we're probably talking about a team that's never played together. Yeah. Which is kind of a new thing. I mean, when the Heat got together, you looked at them like, this is this is unfair. Right. But they didn't start out well. They needed to. They t- lost in year one in the finals. Granted, they got there all four years that that team was together. But right. still, we're going to be looking at our, uh, an NBA kind of hierarchy that looks completely different now that KD is likely missing all of next season. Mm-hmm. And Clay is certainly going to miss the start. And even if Clay was healthy. I mean, the Warriors, it's not like they can dramatically improve their roster. It's kind of fun to think about, I think, for the past, obviously, for the past five years, we've been like, Golden State will be there at the end. We know that. Well, That's the be, last five years. Playing LeBron. Yep, and then three be years the before that would be was Miami. We're yeah. like, well, we know Miami will be there at the end. I don't know if they're going to win it. Shit happens, but right. we know they'll be there at the end. Um, and before that was Cleveland, right? Ever since... Basically, 2006, when LeBron started being amazing, for the past probably 12 to 15 years, we were like, we know who's going to be there at the end. And I have no idea right now. Right. For the first time in 15 years. I mean, I, I wouldn't put my money on really. I guess you're saying Vegas is probably putting their money on the Lakers. I can see them being like a five-seed flame-out first round easily. Very easily. There's so many fucking... Look what they did last year. They picked up Rondo and Stevenson and a bunch of other bullshit, and they... You, you put AD on that team, they're still not amazing. You can make a case for five or six teams easily. Yep. I and think, based on what happens this offseason, that yeah. m- number might even think, go up. Yeah, I think at the end of this offseason, you're probably going to say that for more, and it's not going to be because you have five or six amazing teams. I think it's going to be because they're all solid. Everybody, there isn't going to be a definitively great set of teams. There's going to be a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of decent enough teams that you could say they have a shot. But you're putting you're putting Golden State in that, right? 
because they still have Steph, who's incredible. Clay is coming back, but Clay's not coming back until March. I think March isn't ACL nine months. Eight nine months maybe. Yeah, no, I've heard the same. I've heard March, February, March. The difference is, yeah, I might come back from Achilles and ACL at the same time frame. The only difference is your ACL, you come back and you are who you are. Basically, your Achilles, you come back and you're like you just don't have quite the. You have a piece of plastic in your in your foot right. that you have to stretch out and get back to what it's normally supposed to be. So at. the Warriors, as they stand right now, which is insane because again we're talking about this uh, in mid June. They're Steph, Draymond, Iguodala. That's kind of it for now, right? As far as pieces that you would, you know, care to have, and you have to max Clay, right? Yeah, I he's mean, a free agent this time. I think they he's will just out of him, right? out of loyalty and. It sounds like as long as he's willing to take the deal. So all they got to do is stick around. And, and the, I mean, Kerr is a great coach, too. So all they got to do is stick between, like, a 6 and 8 seed. And they get Clay back. And then, I mean, that team won 73 games not too long ago. I had Harrison Barnes and shit. So they'll be able to afford some other guys if KD leaves. So you no, got to put them in the six. I don't think they six. have any cap space, though. If KD leaves and they max Clay, I don't think they have room to go get anybody. Really? Like, they're still over the cap. Okay. They're not just getting $30 million in cap space. They have... Because they're already so over. Clay gets on a max. I mean, he missed out on the Supermax by not getting on a That's right. So he he just lost, I think, $30 million uh, if the Warriors, assuming they're going to give him a five-year deal. But, I mean, Steph starts his... Or just started his... uh, his supermax, he's making two hundred billion dollars a year. Draymond, I think, is around eighteen. Right. Clay will be around thirty. It's very possible, I there. think, that this is the year where, you know, they don't have a great year, and maybe it's their turn to shut it down a little bit. Yeah. Per se, and you know, they probably aren't going to have a great chance to win at all. So they kind of maybe get their way through the year, and yep. It's, it's hard to say. Yeah, the West looks completely different, and in, uh, I know uh, a fashionable thing to do over the last several years has been to to break up the uh, Portland backcourt. But considering they got to the Western Conference Finals, why are they not thinking about? Yeah, you know, we we certainly might be the best team in the West as yeah. of today. Well, I was initially thinking the number four for CJ McCollum, but I don't think Portland wants to do that. No, that's I don't think no that's way. enough, especially no not way. in this draft. That's definitely not enough. Yeah, what does Portland do with that? I know. If they were just like, we, we can't get over the hump, but it's wide open right now. They're not going to tra- be able to trade that four for anybody in the West that has any like actual shot at things. Uh, I think it comes back to Gorgie and Tolliver for the four. Gorgie and Tolliver. I, we haven't been able to think of a better trade I, so far. They, how can they turn that down? I just don't see any way. Maybe Miami. There's got to be something on Miami. They'd be interested. Well, they're saving a lot of money with D. Wade not being there anymore. Right. I mean, Miami could really use another mediocre talent on a bad contract. So. How about, like, a pretty athletic guy who can't shoot? Do they have any of those guys? That's their entire roster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knows? But one of them knows Taekwondo. <laughs> uh, d- where do you think Kawhi is going to go? Do you think he's going to go to the Clippers? And if so, that's a powerhouse. That's a fucking great team. That's basically the Raptors. I think there's uh, the money... Again, the money in Vegas has been pointing there for a long time. So I think it's likely that's his landing spot. But uh, what if LeBron could somehow sway him to come out there and join him in AD? Be the best ever. Is there any chance? I mean, I, I have no idea. You never know with Kawhi because he's just straight-faced. And he's How do you never on him? gives you Such any kind ball. of lean as to to where he's going. But yeah. 
I've been thinking about this since yeah. the final started. How you could leave? He's a god in Toronto. Yeah. And the nickname, the King of the North, is the greatest NBA nickname. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I personally don't know how he could leave Toronto, but again, he's a interesting guy. I yeah. In, how in would the, like, how do the you? Clippers been penciled in for right. Two years. How do you leave? San Antonio. I mean, you leave Popovich yeah. and San, what he had there, it seems aren't like it's Aren't you kind of glad somebody finally did? Yeah. For sure. It kind of breaks the mystique a little bit, definitely. Yeah. It's just a part of basketball culture, though, is like, I don't think in any other sport you like, this is our quarterback forever. Like, he's just our quarterback now. Basketball is just not how it works. It's just like, I'll play for you for a year and you for a couple of years. I want to go play with this guy. I want to go play with that guy. And it's like, kind of, I think what's cool about it is, that's like the DNA of the actual sport. Is you can go at a, a team for a long time, even playing pickup or whatever, and then like, oh, let's switch it up. Now I'm on your team. And How that's do you guys fine. feel about that? You know? The player movement era. I mean, it's fun being that. I mean, the Wolves have never been great, so I have this off season and, yeah. and the rumors and NBA Twitter to, to you know pass the time and yeah. and not focus on being depressed about the Wolves being in a perpetual state of right. misery. Um, so I mean, just the speculation is always fun, but I mean, is this is this good? I love it. I'm like the number one fan of sports bachelorhood. Like, just be a sports bachelor. If you have a team, you have a team. Like, I cheer for the Lakers now because I like LeBron so much. I fucking hated the Lakers for the last 15 years more than anything. I wanted them to lose so badly. Um, Golden State is a perfect example too. Like, I hate, I love them for a number of years. And now I hate their guts. And it's just because players move around and you like this guy playing with that guy. And even you might like a player on one team and and hate him on a different team because he doesn't really gel well with someone else. I do feel for fans, casual fans, who are like, you know, I go to two Wolves games a year and all of a sudden I, I don't even know who these players are anymore because they change so much. That's a bummer. I totally get it. But as a diehard, I don't think there's anything better, man. I love it. I think it's so interesting that the... Every single year, everything changes. Kawhi on Toronto. All right, let's see how that works. I'm so curious to see how it works. It worked it out happened. great. It was good. It's interesting for sure. And, you know, you can't deny that it's fun as a fan to sit back and kind of say, well, if he goes here, this might happen. If he goes there, that might happen. Yeah. But I think. Uh, but it's fun as a super fan. That's what I'm wondering. It's for sure fun for super fans. I'm just wondering if, like, a casual fan, if they're like, this sucks. I don't even know who's on any. Who's on who now? I think it's nice to see when superstars do stay in the same place and they're able to kind of stay there for their career and they have an ownership that actually can put the pieces around them to help them compete a little bit. Uh, I mean, that is fun because you kind of see the process play out and it's not new pieces coming in and out every year, but that doesn't always work out as we saw with KG. You know, we had him forever and we had so many opportunities to put the pieces around to make our team yep. great. And for him, the best thing was, you know what, get me out of here because we're incompetent. Mm-hmm. He gets to go to a team that actually can put some pieces around him and he gets to win a title. So, Well, he also got the nice part too. And not, not, not like it really matters, but like every fan who knew anything about the Wolves at that time were like, yeah, you should go. Yeah, you should get out of here. Yeah. We're, we're idiots. That was very that was <laughs> yeah. very odd. How yeah. just generally the state of Minnesota was was happy for him. I mean, it yeah. it helped at the time that the trade package seemed to be fine. Yeah, um, right. But but yeah, we were all more excited for him to be part of a good situation. Yeah, and that that that's very rare. I, I know. Part, of, I would say. part of that's KG's fault because he 
went to bat for so many average guys where he oh, was yeah. trying to play GM. Ricky Davis, was, was baby. Just terrible. Ricky Davis, Troy Hudson, Joe Smith. I mean, the list goes on Michael and on. Williams. T. Hudson, the Nutty Boys. Oh, boy. Oh, God. So, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think the player movement is bad for the league. I think it's actually been good for the league because it creates so much drama outside of the actual games. It, it's been terrible for my productivity at work. Yeah, there's, right. There's a lot to follow. <laughs> yeah. I think it's that the off-court part, of course, it keeps us more interested. It's fun for the on-court part, too, though. Like, for sure, I'll be more interested. I'm always more interested in seeing how the, I don't know, the Bulls last year all of a sudden were like, all right, Levine, Porter, Wendell Carter, Lori Markkinen, whatever. I got to see how that's going to play out. I got to go check out what the Bulls are going to be like. Whereas if you knew who they were, you're like, yeah, I, I get it. Pretty good idea who they are already. Yeah, right. I mean, they were bad. I did check them out. This they were, uh, bad they were not good. This summer is going to be just complete madness. Number one, right? Number one craziest summer of all time? I. That's... So we probably have to talk a little bit of Wolves, right? Okay, well, let's do a uh, quick um, um, lightning round about where you think all these guys are going to go. Okay. All right, Katie. Knicks. Knicks. Got to be the Knicks, right? I agree. Kawhi. Clippers. I think he's going to do it. Clippers or Toronto. I think he's going to buck the trend. I think he's... I think he might stay in Toronto. I'm going Clippers for sure. What? And thing, obviously, he's like some weird robot assassin. He doesn't give a shit about. Also, the fans love him no matter what. He won him a championship. It's like when LeBron left after Cleveland. The first time, they hated him. They burned his jerseys. They had like, you know, some, the owner had some weird freak out. He wrote a letter in Comic Sans to the season ticket holders. He left a second time, and they're like, cool. Have fun, yep. buddy. That makes Thanks sense. for the title. You brought us our title. <laughs> Check you later. No one gave a shit. No one was even remotely no, sad. I don't, I don't think Toronto will be upset with him. Toronto yeah. knew, they didn't draft him. Yeah, so they knew, they knew going in what they were getting into. They, there yeah. isn't the same emotional Mercenary. attachment. And even if there was, it was all resolved by them getting a title out of it. Mm-hmm. Poor DeMar DeRozan, by the way. Can we, just, can we just say that? Poor DeMar DeRozan. Poor Dwayne Casey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're watching, this is your best friend, Kyle Lowry, if, if you're DeMar. Are you cheering? I mean... Are you cheering for him? It doesn't look good for you. I mean, part of you is like, oh, it's I cool think somewhere for you. in the back of your mind you can say, you know, they got Gasol and Van Fleet's playing great. You know, I would have been doing the same it's thing if I was there. Yeah. Oh, so you Fred can justify Van, it if you're in the right mindset. Poor vet Fred Van Vliet. If he was a free agent this year. Oh, yeah. Man, he would. I would love to see what chips. team. I would love to see what team would overpay him right now. Oh, some insane. <laughs> Evan Turner. Remember when Evan Turner got like seventy million? I will million not stand dollars? for any Evan Evan Turner slander. I'm sorry. I had an I, I had an Ohio State Evan Turner jersey. Yeah, no, he's definitely worth uh seventy two million dollars. Not You're the right. bottom of Medicine Lake. You're right about that. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. All right, uh, Clay. Golden Re- State resigns a Golden State. Yeah, definitely. Kyrie. All signs point to Brooklyn. Kyrie Brooklyn. That's signs a fun po- team. We didn't have Brooklyn, time to talk about him. But I think he's going to L. A. Oh, Which are going to LA, going Lakers? to Lakers, going back no with LeBron. Kidding. I think Shit. the the mid season, so fun. the mid season kind of apology to LeBron, saying I didn't yeah. really know what leadership was, and yeah. I think he was kind of laying the groundwork to to get. It's incredible. Up there. Every single quote he had 
this year was like, what is wrong with you, Kyrie? First, he's shitting on guys. And he does like the, yeah, I didn't realize how hard it was to deal with these. To be a leader yeah. with all these <laughs> like, young guys. Like you're 26 idiot. or whatever. I, so bad I, at I, this, dude. You should not know, be... find the, the irony of going to LeBron and saying, I didn't know what leadership was. The guy that tried to trade half his roster <laughs> with his best friend for right. AD in midseason. Yeah. Oh, and they were idiots. visibly missing. And again, LeBron yeah. knew with the four guys on the roster right now, he knew that. All the guys he was willing to throw under the bus, it didn't matter because they weren't coming back anyways. Well, okay, so let's say for the best-case scenario is, and I'm just playing dumb on purpose, but, like, that was Rich Paul that did that. He leaked some shit because he was mad at Dell Demps or whatever. But obviously Rich Paul called LeBron at some point and was like, dude, I'm going to do it. No, he has nothing to do with the agency. Right, yeah, of course. He has nothing to do with it. Yeah, he has nothing to do with it. But, of course, there was some sort of late-night FaceTime where he's like, dude, I'm going to do it. And LeBron had to be like, just, just do it, man. Yeah. This is the right play. This is insane. This is insane. Just this is up. really bad for both of us. I'll sit into the bench of the next game, and I'll just kind of smile and nod. But LeBron is, I mean, obviously, he's like so smart. He had to just be like, yeah, this is fucking, this is going to fuck do, things up. Do you think it caught do him it. off guard how bad they looked? Because they looked really bad. LeBron looked terrible. The Lakers looked like idiots. And also part. Rich Paul, everybody was sympathetic to the, to the Pelicans. Part of me also was like. You for real are going to be bad at basketball because your boss tried to trade you? It's the NBA. It's not really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a little overblown. Yeah, there's right. no way guys were tanking and not playing well. Because yeah, I'm they, not going to die for that loose ball because I'm mad at LeBron. That was all a little overblown, but it also was not not a good yeah, look. The guys that were up for trade, you have to look around and say, well, if they're going to go get Anthony Davis, of course I'm going to be a part of this I deal. Know. But I'm Josh Hart. <laughs> <laughs> they need me. <laughs> Yeah, if you're at the end of the bench, it doesn't matter how bad your feelings are hurt. You're still playing for your career every single time. No matter what. Yeah, I I think that stuff gets overblown. I I do agree that that was a bad scenario, and I am very surprised when when that hypothetical but for sure call happened between Rich Paul and LeBron that LeBron was not like, "Uh, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that, you moron. Don't go public with this thing. If we're going to get it done, we're going to get it done. It's all going to work out. You don't need to do that shit, moron. Let's keep our integrity here. Right? So I didn't wonder if they had the call and Rich Paul was like, nope, fuck it. My feelings are hurt. I'm going scorched earth. I'm going going rogue on LeBron and Gail Benson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Back to the other guys. Um, Jimmy Butler, where is he going? I think he stays in Philly. I would love that. I could see him landing in New York or Brooklyn. And I think they trade mm. Ben Simmons. What? I think Ben Simmons is going to get traded this year. To who? How about Anybody? for Carl Anthony Towns? Let's get Simmons here, baby. That um. seems a bit steep. <laughs> that price seems a little steep. You're right. Wolves probably got to throw in Covington, too, right? I, I, think, get a- <laughs> I think Elton Brand is really bad at this. He might be. Yeah, they. I'm, but I also think they went for it just like Toronto went for it. Of course, I don't blame anybody for going for it. Right? I they blame gave them. Up a lot of I shit, blame though. them for. I blame him for what he targeted and what he gave up. What they yeah. gave up for Tobias Harris and not getting super weird, right? Yes, that trade was terrible. I mean, he was good, but he it was, was terrible in the moment. Even in the moment, it was like. Hold on. You got him for another year and a half, and you right? you didn't get a point guard back? You didn't just say, hey, throw Pat Beverly in the deal? Yeah, and when they say no, then you just go, then no? Then no. And you think at that Super point, L.A. Well, clearly was like, okay, we're not going to win a title. They're not. Pat Beverly is not going to be the thing that 
right. dissuades them from that deal. And, and he would have been perfect to be for their team. They seem actively fine with not making the playoffs. And in right. the West, they still did, and they were pretty competitive Six against games. the Warriors. So good. Yeah, if they get Kawhi, man, that's going to be tough. I mean, they got some free agents as well, but they got uh, – that's going to be a tough team. They lost like, Boban, though. He's tough. He's they good. did lose Boban. He's good. Um, that's another uh, example of a team that, like, we just go eight deep. That's, a, you know, and they'll be solid night in and night out. That was a good squad. They were super fun to watch. Who's that? L.A.? With the Clippers, the Clippers last yeah, yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were deep. They had some fun players. I'm a big Lou Williams fan, and his contract is a complete joke as well. I know. Well. Unbelievable. Who's the uh, next guy? All right, so I don't know if I have a prediction. For, I, I'm going to go with Philly for Butler. I think that makes sense. I think they picked Butler over Do they Tobias. have the cap space to sign him? They're fine there? I mean, I know that I think Simmons so. is probably well, still on the rookie deal. And well, they have, the, they have, when they price, have so they rights. They go over the cap. That's yeah. why that was such a big deal when they traded for Tobias. Both of them are being free agents. And um, Elton Brand famously said, my owner gave me the, you know, we're, we're bring, with the idea that we're bringing yeah. them both back. Now, whether that was just... Right, something to say in the moment, but they can legally, like correct salary they, cap wise, bring them both back. Pay a shitload, shitload of money, of money. correct. Yep. They got, they will be a tax team, and which uh, Dan Gilbert did for a number of years right. of like, yeah, we're our. It didn't seem like million. Butler was thrilled playing there. I, I know that he just kind of has a general asshole. He, he's going to go where he's he a little gets bit the of max. a red ass. I think he but, wants the max. I think it's all been always been about money with Butler. I also yeah. think that he would be. He wants to kind of be. The face of a team. I I do I did think that until he was on Philly and I feel like he was completely fine just being like, I'm gonna get in where I fit in, man. Uh quotes yeah, wise and, and uh game wise, you saw it on the court, there was times when he was like, I'm gonna take over, and other times when he was like, I don't need to. He was really good year one for the Wolves, by the way. Yeah. Year really two was. is when it didn't uh things went south in a hurry. Yeah, they, so they did. I, He's I would hate for history to repeat him. itself. He uh, he gets injured a lot, but right again. If he goes to the Lakers, I mean, what are you penciling? Twenty games without Butler, twenty games without LeBron. Yeah, I think you you should just for for me if I was like a GM or owner or whatever, I'd be like, I'm penciling in twenty games missed. Every one of the top twenty guys in the I mean, league. Not, not all of your team are, is good enough to still get to the playoffs without that. I mean, right. Toronto, the East, the top four in the East was fine. The rest of the East was awful. Yeah, right. No, it's four, a luxury for sure. The bottom four seasons of the East were terrible. I mean, Indiana, who, lost, Oladipo were not. Detroit? Orlando? What? I don't even know what the other teams were. Orlando beat Toronto again, too, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte Indiana. Charlotte was fighting for a playoff seat yeah. at the end of the year. Jesus. I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. So, I mean, not everybody has, has a luxury of, of right. doing that, like, you can't just say, I'm going to sit James Harden for 20 games. No matter what, I'm, he's just, just out. He's our team. Right. Yeah, that's true. Houston's got to just be cartwheels, right? Just dancing in the streets? They've got to be the... I mean, they One were the thing. only West Coast team or Western Conference team that had a shot last year. Well, they're looking to trade... I mean, obviously, they want to trade Chris Paul. I don't right. know how that happens. Yeah. Um, I take him on the Wolves Clint for Capella a year. Capella has been fashionable name thrown around on the trade market now right. too. It'll be interesting to see uh, who's the next one. You hear a lot of Bradley Beal. You hear a lot of mm-hmm. uh, Clint Capella, Stephen Adams' name thrown out there. Yeah, if Houston wasn't going for it, Capella on the Pelicans would be great. 
That's what they need. That would be interesting. They need a rim runner. I mean, that's two non-shooters in your front court. I know. True. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tobias. Where does Tobias Harris land? Indiana. Good one. Yeah. So he's unrestricted. Unrestricted. Completely unrestricted. Uh, I'm going to put him on the Knicks. I'm going to put him on the Knicks. I think they, they swing and miss on one of their guys, whether it's KD or Kyrie or yep. someone. They're going to swing and miss and then overpay Tobias. He's, their set. He's, a, he's a good consolation prize for a bunch of teams. Absolutely. I mean. All right. I like that. We didn't talk about the Knicks, but can we just sure. pour one out for the Knicks? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I don't want to, like, go on about KD's injury, but, yeah. oh, my God. What a fan base. I mean, a Knicks. To they, have that, he's coming. Yeah, we he's got coming. him. Yeah. We know got he's coming. And we he moved here. You, you might have Zion with him. Oh, wait, that's oh, I not forgot happening. about the lottery. That's not yeah. happening either. Yes. Yeah. There was a, um, well, they had, what, like a, 15% chance to win in the lottery or yeah. something like that. So at some point, they were like, there is a 15% or a 12% chance, better than 1 in 10 odds, that we're coming here next year with Zion and KD. They don't, now and they got R.J. Barrett and, and Tobias maybe, Harris. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and maybe KD the maybe next KD year. Maybe KD yep. next year or yep. two years from KD now. KD will be there, but he'll be wearing street Correct. clothes. Yeah, right. Um, all right, so I think that was the last of the uh, the big. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one other big free agent we totally forgot to talk about. Shame on us, Rick Rubio. Where in the world is Rick Rubio going to go next year? He's, He's playing a, in Istanbul. What kind of contract <laughs> is he getting? I want him on the Wolves, baby. I mean, is he signing mid level, like partial mid levels, for the rest of his career? Maybe. Yeah. He seems. He's just like. Could it be a Warriors target. Could be a Warriors target. Yeah. Yeah. Stick He's going to be next to Curry. That'll be great. I can't imagine they would double Steph in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, He's going to play out his career in Atlanta, in starter? Orlando, Charlotte, places like that. Is he a starting point guard? Mm. He's better than the shittier starting point guards right. that exist. I mean, you, you gotta, there are I mean we had Jeff guards. T. There are, are rookie point guards who are bad. That you need to. Yeah, he's better than those guys. Right. So, I mean, he's better than Dennis Smith Jr., but yeah. the Knicks don't want to play Ricky Rubio. They want Dennis Smith Jr. to get uh, What about Phoenix? Phoenix would Could be, be good a, on Phoenix. That would be a good one. That's not bad. They he's definitely get, need a point guard. Yep. But Devin again, Booker I would be helped. I don't helped. know how Dever, Devin Booker would appreciate having two guys guarding him. Because a lot of open looks. A lot of open looks. It's been the conundrum with, uh, with Ricky Rubio's entire career. Donovan uh, Mitchell was really good. Right, he was. Yeah, he was goes. supposed to be bad with Ricky Rubio, and he's good. I, I'm. Uh, I'm I, gonna. I'm gonna not go on my Donovan Mitchell not being good rant. I think that we over, at times, overthink about half court offense when a lot of the game is played in transition and defense and a bunch of other things as well. Like, yes, he's bad in half court offense. That's probably. 30% of the game. Amplified in the playoffs, too. He's a, good, he's a good regular season player to have yeah. in your roster. Yep. And then Benson is shortened, and you see what happens. But uh, he was good in the playoffs. Didn't they beat OKC last year? They did. He was pretty killer. So it could happen. The, the challenge, though, You guys is know I'm him, not going to be, like, objective about yeah, this, the, right? The, cha- <laughs> the challenge is, is is pairing him with a, a, a high-usage backcourt partner. Yeah. That needs the ball in his hands. Because then what is, what is Ricky Rubio doing for you? He needs an up-tempo team uh, with a really good off-ball shooter. What about I the think Bulls? 
Bulls could be good. Pelicans. Stick them on the Pelicans. They already got Lonzo. Some oops. They already got Lonzo. They're the same player. You got Lonzo to pass and shoot poorly. Who says no? Well, probably the team who owns Rubio, who's not even on a team (laughs) right now. Uh, All right. uh, Last topic. I could talk about all this shit so much longer, but um, Wolves. Mm. What is the most likely scenario this offseason for them? I feel like they're just going to grab Brandon Clark and run it back and see what happens. That, to me, is I, the most likely. Uh, you know, for the first time, I actually trust the people making decisions, which is a yep. change, yep. Uh, I think. I mean, granted, they're new in their positions, but I actually trust them. Uh, but I think you're right. I think we end up just picking at 11 and rolling it out. Uh, letting You could justify that, too, if you're Rosas. You go, man, uh, we get guys healthy. When we had Covington healthy last year, you got Okogi a year older. If you want to see that glass half full, you probably can see it, right? Definitely, because he was gone. He missed the entire second half, essentially. And when when he was playing after Butler left, we were a legitimate, pretty good defensive team, and we scored enough. We were right. we were winning games. So we, Yeah, we played well with. With uh, with Covington in the roster in the line, yeah, right. So that that's the thing is is if we're not going to go out and get a game changing player. So if you don't have a Bradley Beal, if you uh, if you can't make something work to get D'Angelo Russell here, who may not be a game changing player, but if you're not going to markedly improve your roster, what is the point in giving up assets just to get off of Gorgie yeah, and the last year of Teague? Wiggins, who knows how many times we're going to see this experiment, but I, I just don't. I'm not f- in favor of giving up assets in the future oh. for a team that isn't competing. I agree with that. I also think that Rosas has to be just like not even able to sleep at night, desperate to get off that Wiggins contract. You know, it's like his only thing that he gives a Wiggins shit about. He is Waltz. so smart. Wiggins for Waltz, the only thing that makes sense. How great would that be? Be off. Change of scenery. They're both the wor- they're both terrible. Their fan bases they're hate both, them, yeah, and they're, they're both owed two hundred million dollars. Well, Wall isn't playing next year. Yeah, or most of the year. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if the Wizards are going to trade him because I think they can get. This is too far in the weeds, but they can get insurance money back on him next year. Like they they can get eighty yeah. percent of his well, salary given. What was to his him. ACL or what was I think it? Some Achilles weird... too, isn't it? Oh, is it Achilles? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know it was one of those, or microfracture or something. I thought he like, was an Achilles, but I, I could be wrong. All right. I know he's he's likely out for this entire season. So the reason if you're a Wizards fan, you wouldn't want to trade for Wiggins. Oh, as a fan, they want to trade him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He's going to I don't know. I just, I'd just i trade him. I'd trade Wiggins yeah. for Wall tomorrow. I think, that, I, And I, that's I, terrible because Wall fucking sucks, and he's the most overrated player in the NBA It's probably the worst contract far. in the NBA. It is. That's how bad Wiggins is. We're going to end up having to uh, do what Flip did a, a few years back and give a first rounder with Wiggins to get someone to take his contract. Yeah, it's going to have. It's good. that's the only way that someone's going to take. Yeah, that's him. not an even value that, no. right now. He's a he's a sunk cost at this point. We have to trade Wiggins and something back to Cleveland for Love. My ideal. I think that would be the funniest thing in the whole world. Love is owed a lot of money. I don't so want they love. get off that. I do not want Love. He's injured yeah, but you all the time. Yeah, get to get He's, rid of Wiggins. I get it. He's a much better player than Andrew Wiggins. I get that. I just don't. I, I want to find a way to not take back bad salary 
by for Andrew Wiggins. Because I think my my dream scenario is there are going to be a lot of teams that miss out on free agency this year. Yep. And if you can attach a first round pick to Wiggins and have somebody eat them and have them sell that to their fan base that they can't otherwise get a free agent. It's a guy who just needs a better coach, changes scenery. Yeah, you can super athletic. Only two hundred million dollars. They all they all make sense. They sound great. Yeah. Press release. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Look at the measurables. I just I'm not sure who. If you break down the thirty teams, there's obviously got to be. All it takes is one. Let's say twenty of them are too smart, no matter what. Twenty to twenty-five. Those other ones are the Lakers. Which I don't think they're going to do that. The Knicks are also really unbelievably stupid. They're going to have to strike out a ton. There's not a really a whole lot of awful franchises with dumbass owners, Wizards and Cavs. To win. Yeah, that's it. Because Memphis won't do it, right? And every t- it, it seems Conley, like the league maybe. is getting the league is getting smarter every year too. Yeah, they're yep. they're getting the old guard out. Um, except it, your Sixers are going. The opposite direction. Maybe. Sorry. Maybe. Which makes Embiid and Simmons. Even so more amazing that just a one short year ago, uh, Glenn Taylor sat down, <laughs> looked Wiggins in the yeah. eye, I and got the, the verbal okay that yes, he's going to do his very damn best. Are to you going to try player. harder this year? Are you sure this yes, wasn't sir. it? <laughs> yes. Sir. And I mean, even best. more terrifying that Sign was it on the dotted line right here, and he did. I don't know. Of course he did. It's an odd person who is like. No one gets to the NBA by accident. I don't give a shit how athletic you are. So he obviously has worked really hard. Uh, he's a hard worker. He has to be. He doesn't and, have to apologize. But to be a hard enough worker to make the NBA and to make an impact in the NBA, obviously, yes, he does get a lot of the points or whatever. But also not be competitive. Like, he just hits a certain level where he's like, no, I'm not going to be any more competitive than that. Like, I'm just mostly competitive until it really takes time to, to be like. paint and try and rebound. And you've seen clips, and I've watched it a million times. He's legitimately, and we've all played basketball before, even in old man league. There's value to, like, when you see guys who are like, I might not be that athletic. I'm just going to go and try to get a rebound. You can get rebounds just by trying. That's all you have to do. And he just says, no, I'm not going to. I mean, again, we were just talking about it, but Rubio gets, like, double the rebounds of Wiggins. That's fucking insane. He's five inches shorter and can't jump. West, Russell Westbrook all, all is 6'2". Yeah. All of this should Crazy be directed at Glenn Taylor, though, not at Andrew Wiggins. He was that player before he signed a max. Contract. He is who he is. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. That's as hard I, as I'm going to try. I have no ill will towards Andrew Wiggins. Get your money. You are this player. Glenn Taylor, you yeah. are an idiot. It's, But it is shocking to me for someone to be like, I am going to dedicate my life to basketball, but I am not going to try to go get rebounds very often. <laughs> like, you're playing basketball. You're out of the court. Well, and he can justify it in his mind. Well, my job is not to rebound. Right. I got to stay out here. I got to get it. back on defense. Is a little bit of that because that's how you stay on the court? That's the only thing Hustle I got, plays. baby. I am projecting right now. I am 100% projecting, but it's like, I don't know. You just see it in so many guys uh, of like, and that's why I think one of the like best things about basketball to me, it's, it's legitimately like hustle helps. I mean, I'm. Baseball is my sport. I'm obsessed with it. You are too. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know better than anyone that like hustle really doesn't really matter in baseball. Trying harder, trying doesn't hard doesn't help, help you, you succeed more. And you know, in football, Generally. there's so much other shit that goes into the sport. Basketball is one of the few where like, no, actually, just trying super hard is a benefit. Like it does work. That is a skill. It's a skill. 
And for him to be like, no, I don't know. I don't know. Not for me. It's so, it's just, I'll never understand guys like that. There's got to be someone in his life that's just convincing him that, no, you are, you're doing, you're Dude, doing 100%. Don't you're, go after, I mean, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> so what realistically do you expect the Wolves, I mean, we've, Twitter's having a fun time with D'Angelo Russell right now. Yep. Because he, if Kyrie goes to Brooklyn, he's likely not staying in Brooklyn. Well, there are, there are times every year there's a half a dozen examples of a team um, just randomly having a guy fall into their laps because they're the right place, the right time. I think the best example last year was, I don't even know how to say his name, but Zisic or whatever for the Clippers. Lakers were just trying to get off something. Zubac, yeah, yeah. Zubac. Um, somehow randomly desperate for Mike Muscala, and they're just like they just took the phone call. They're like, "Yeah, we'll we'll take that. We'll take sure. him." And it's amazing. Milwaukee just fell into Brook Lopez because again the Lakers are so stupid. They're just like, "No thanks," and they're like. Okay, can we seriously get in for like five million dollars? That's fucking Someone's insane. So, so you haven't written that apology letter yet, have you? No, not okay. not quite yet. You, you don't need yeah, to. Yeah, no, I, you're right. It's I'm not even going to draft it off of my mind. But uh, another great example of, and I don't even know all the again all the details for it. But like, um, who was it? Sacramento Kings three years ago wanted to get rid of Nick Stauskas. And they traded him to Philly and also gave Philly, like, an unprotected pick. Correct. And that uh, our, our number two, Sachin Gupta, was the guy who, like, was doing all the details for that trade or whatever. It is the most one of the most astounding, well, insane things to ever happen. And he just, they basically just, like, took the call and, like, yeah, we'll be that team for you uh, because other teams are desperate. So you're right, right. Like, thinking about someone gets desperate for Wiggins, which I, I know we're basically just dreaming at this point. But, like... Someone's going to get desperate for something at some point, and if we can be that team to take somebody off their hands, you well, have to be in position financially to be able to do it. Yep. Yeah, Atlanta. Roster Atlanta's spots too smart for, to do this, but a team like Atlanta, where the timeline of Wiggins' contract yeah. doesn't negatively affect the ability to pay their young players. Yep. For example, that's a perfect example of a team. They're probably too smart, but like, right? Yeah. There's no reason for them to take Andrew Wiggins. Uh, but, I mean, you have, like, an Orlando type of team. You know, I, I don't know who even else is out there, and I don't know why I want to pick on Orlando. Right. There's, but there's just There has to be such little chance that a team is saying, you know, we could pull out what he, what he hasn't shown right. yet. And I keep thinking about the Knicks. They're just they're so dumb. They're, they're bad s- at this. Hey, yeah, they, they are bad miss at this. on a couple of these free agents. We might be able to swap them over there. Well, if you think about it, too, I mean – it's all hypothetical and made up, but I just wonder, last year, the Knicks were like, fuck it, we got to get rid of Kristaps. And Dallas was like, yeah, sure, what, what I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, can I, can I have him? They're like, yeah, oh, for want, sure. You want yeah. Dennis Smith? Because okay, they're just like, sure. we have to get rid of his contract because we know a, KD is coming. Lot, so they just needed Dallas. someone. Yeah, they did, for sure. But, like, they had New York was just calling proactively like we got to get out this contract who wants this thing because we have something opening up we are desperate we're trading no matter what and i just wonder if a year ago if rosas and gupta were there for them to be like uh we'll figure this out right give us 15 minutes we're gonna fucking figure it out the dude invented the trade machine that's insane to me again we got him on our team to have faith in in your front office is a is a powerful thing that it's a new it's a new experience for me i can't remember it ever happening Next, next step is faith in our owner true 
That's it. I had faith. I honestly had faith in Tibbs um, when he made that Butler trade. I was like, hell yes, that's an incredible trade. I I did not like Levine. Still don't. No, of course. He's going to, every single point he gets, he's going to give it right back. That was a perfect example of a of a trade that a team in Minnesota has to make. Yeah. It made 100% have sense. To. I'd do it Loved over it. again. I, I mean, obviously, the way that this season unfolded was yeah. disappointing. We got that one playoff win, though. We were there for it. Yes. It was fun. It was That was a good game. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think a, I think a move off of Teague is realistic because he's expiring. Somebody's not going to have a problem. It's just an issue with the timing because who, who before free agency – or free agency has already played out, is going to say, you know, I'm going to settle for Jeff Teague. I mean, once you get past the top free agents, maybe somebody's going to say, you know, I'll, I'll, I I like Teague at one year for 19 versus having to commit three years to Darren Collison. Right. That could you be know, part that of makes a package sense. to move up. Right, but it's all about finding a, the team that needs a point guard sure. and is okay paying. Because, I mean, this after you get out, out of the top, which is the same every year, of the Russells, the Kemba, the Kyrie – you get to a replacement level. Yeah, there's a few teams a left hurry. over that were told their fan base they're mm-hmm. making a move, and yeah. they got to do. And something. it's wide open again, or just don't have. It a wouldn't be guard. San Antonio, but like a seven seed of last year, going, oh boy, we could take a run at this. If we could just get a couple, a right. little bit more depth there. I right. don't think they would take a run and at it. Not them. having to commit long term. Yep. To somebody like Teague, if if you need to go back to the drawing board next right. year, it wouldn't be anybody in the East. Toronto's set up. Milwaukee set up, Philly's set up. Now that New Orleans needs a needs a big man to pair with uh, their new, maybe they'll take Gorgie. It could be Gorgie and Tolliver for the four. Who says no? We keep coming back to it. I mean, I'm down with it. Makes too much sense. Uh, Boston could use a point guard, and then maybe they're just going to do Rozier. I mean, they're going to they have a a a decision to make on Rozier, and if they're committing long term money as him as your starting point guard, I'm right. I'm selling Boston stock. Yeah, yeah, for sure. God, I just am. So many things worked out really well this year in the NBA. It was super fun. I love that a team with depth won because I just think that's, I would love if that was just like every other team was like, that's what we're doing from now on. We're going to sign for depth um, and we're going to, you know, I just, it's so much more fun to watch for me. I love when superstars are spread around and there's one or two on every single team and never more than that. Um, much easier to sell parity to other teams in the league yeah. when it's not so top heavy. And I don't want to be a guy that's like, I only want parity. Like I like when there's killer teams. I fuck. I love when there's a sixty win team out there for sure. It's the NBA that it's always going to be the case, which is great. But like Toronto won fifty nine with a deep squad, so I just would love if that were the model. Now I'm sure it won't happen. And next year, the Lakers win it all with three players, and you know. Carmelo, the banana boat comes back, you know, yeah, into our lives. But whatever, it's it was fun. And this is there's, I mean, there's always been really good teams, but Golden State presented an inevitability that we haven't seen in a long time. So also, long, like honestly. The Heat was great, but you never the Heat was never like they almost they almost walked away with only one title. I mean, they, they the Heat were never championship or an absolute disappointment. There's never once right, right. where the Golden State was. Right. For, for four of those years was like, dude, if you don't fucking win at all, you did something wrong. Right. And it's crazy. They still, what do they win, three in five years? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and but probably yeah, every year, I mean, that was, it was inevitable. And very, there were, but there were a few teams, I will, thankfully, there are a few teams that actually went at them. Houston took yep. a run at them. I love that. Toronto clearly ramped up to take a run at them. Yep. Didn't, 
didn't get scared away from Golden OKC, State, which is great. OKC, a few years ago. OKC went for it. San Antonio had him up 30 when Kawhi got hurt because that fucker, uh, what's his name, Zaza, landed on his foot yeah. on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, um, these next few weeks are going to be fun. They were the most inevitable team that I can remember, I guess, since we were kids. Since the Bulls? Since the Bulls, yeah. Yep. Yankees in baseball where it's like, if you don't win it, you know, back in the day, it was like, if you don't win at all, you fucked up. Right? Lakers something had wrong. a little bit of that with Kobe and Shaq there. Yeah, right. Yeah, 2000, 2001. I mean, Sacramento gave them some, some yeah, heat. Yeah, that was uh, some fun years. A, a little, uh, they were at least good teams in the Western Conference. They were clearly the best, but they were good teams, whereas... Yeah. Golden State seemed like they were invincible. They really and did. And that's coming to an end, which is, is, is nice. Not in these terms, obviously, with KD missing a year and Clay being hurt. Yeah. Now. I mean, that's not the way you wanted it to end. Like, you wanted it to just, like, okay, Clay D goes to New York and starts a team there. Clay, maybe you were signed, but still clearly can't. You yeah. know, everybody's a year older. You can't fill out your roster. Right. And Golden State's just a peg down. Um, I, we say that, but obviously what's going to happen is KD is going to sign with Golden State again. Clay is going to sign with Golden State again. They're going to be like a seven seed and just rip through the entire playoffs next year. That'd be a great comeback story, but I don't think I there's would, any I, way. I would not like that. It'd be a well, we, would be fun. we wouldn't need to do these anymore. No. There'd no. be no point. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we've talked enough. You sure? A good 90 minutes. It's only 90 minutes. Good solid 90 minutes. Well, hey, we got to avoid our families for 90 minutes. That was incredible. It's pretty All right. good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, goodbye. Cheers. Later. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.